0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton.
1: All right, welcome aboard Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, it is uh, almost uh, here, the regionals. Um, And I'm here to tell you that uh, of the uh, six teams that we'll be watching and following uh, in in this uh, round, Marine City, Corona crosslex Freeland, Breckenridge, Ubley. They've all been to the regionals before. Only one team has a winning record in regionals, and it's crazy. Ubley is 7-1 and one in regional games. That's ridiculous. Come on now. 7-1 and one in regional Who games. Who is the lone team to beat them in the regionals? Uh, Ra- Ravenna? 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 In 2010, beat them 24-12. to They've won the last three regionals they played, and before that game, they won the four other regionals that they played. Jeez. And they have beaten so basically they've they, beaten New Lothrop twice, Royal Oak Shrine twice, Summerfield, Nouvelle, and last year Carson City. So Christmas. basically, if they win a district, they're winning the uh, they're going to a semifinal. Yeah, if they win a district, they're going to a semifinal. <laughs> That's that is dumb. Like, I figured Marine City's probably, what,
2: just below 500?
1: Actually, because they've gone to so many regionals, the Mariners are going to be playing their 19th regional. Oh,
2: because what, before 99? But, but a, lot, a in, lot of them,
1: like, oh. s- un, under the new format, they're actually 5-2 and two in the seven regionals Because when played. you
2: first made it, like, before 99. The second round was a regional. And then before, like, in the 80s, in the early 90s, if you made it, your opening round was a regional championship.
1: Well they only had one game where they made it in the 80s. Uh, but they are 7 and 11 all time in regionals but and seven, 5 and 2 in their last seven. But under the
2: 64 team format they're what five, you said what? 5, five and two. 2. So usually when they get here they have been successful. Actually the one one of their two was
1: last, last year. Last year against Frankenmuth. The other one was 2010 when Williamston beat them 30 to 20. Mm. But they they have beaten Denby Country Day, Crockett, Goodrich, and Elma in uh, five of the last seven regionals they've been to.
2: Those are some good <laughs> teams.
1: We'll get into all of that uh, when we when we get rolling uh, here, um, because we've got uh, to talk about Marine City, Croslex, and Ubly, who are all playing this week in the regionals in the high school football playoffs. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention.
4: to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
1: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics, for all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
0: If you're not listening to Get Stuck on sports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids,
1: your schools, your sports. All right, where do you want to start the breakdowns?
2: Oh, where do we start? Where do we start? Let's start top down.
1: Okay. So, Marine City is second oh, right yeah so we'll go cross Lex, yeah we'll freeland.
2: go we'll go cross Lex, marine city Ubly. uh so you are actually going out to freeland to do the game yes which how far about how far of a drive is that going to be for you
1: i don't know uh coach said take 46 to 47 or 47 to 46 and it'll take me right in well we have the technology <laughs> i haven't actually looked at it uh yet and, and in fact, I'm still trying to get a hold of the AD so that he knows that I'm coming.
2: Oh, yeah. That's something I've taken for granted is, like, I just show up at East <laughs> China. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Well, i do the same thing if Andy. I'm going to Memorial hey Stadium, yeah. Yeah, but um, let's see. This is this is saying that it'll take you, if you leave from McMorran. why does it say it takes you two hours? Good Lord.
1: Because that's probably about accurate.
2: Jeez, I, I didn't realize it was that far away. Well, I guess for Cross-Lex, it's basically, yeah, they can just go straight across on 46, so
1: it's going to be a It takes a while going that way, though. Like, it looks short on a map, but that's actually a long drive. Yeah, because
2: it's up past, it's like in the middle between Saginaw and Midland. Yeah. Jeez. And LeGro's probably listening to this going, yeah, I told you,
1: <laughs> I did this trip every day when I first got here. So for, for Croslex, this is their first regional since uh, 2012 when they lost to Swan Valley. Uh, they're 1-2 and two all-time in regional games. In 08, they beat Clintondale by a point. Uh, and in 99, they lost to Millington. Uh, so this is just the fourth time they've been to a regional. It's the 10th time Freeland has been to the regional. They're 4-5, and five, and they snapped a four-game losing streak in regionals last year with a forfeit win <laughs> over Reed City because of the COVID. Reed City couldn't play the regional and, uh, and Freeland skipped past them into the semifinals. Looking at what Freeland's been in recent
2: history, it seems like they're a little bit of, I guess, in terms of the playoff success, like a step back from what Ubley's been. Like, Ubley is, gets to the semifinals and finals. Freeland gets to the regionals and semifinals and can't get that t- ticket to Ford Field.
1: Yeah. Um, so this is what uh, – because I, I got to talk to Mike Legro a little bit earlier in, in the week – and he said, "What you see from North Branch and Elmont is similar to what Freeland does. Um, they'll run the wing T, but he but he said the difference between what you see in the BWAC. Uh, and he said even like Armada and Richmond run similar to Freeland, but Freeland is dangerous with play action pass. He he said they will occasionally throw the ball." Uh, and, and they're a little more dangerous at doing it than the other teams that they face in the BWAC who run this system or something similar to it.
2: Yeah, and the the one difference he said, if you want to get nerdy, he told me, it's like, in the BWAC, it's teased straight ahead, our guys are coming at you, where they run some more trap concepts, things like that, so slightly different. But I think it does help Croslex that they've seen basically seven weeks of power running for the most part they've had to play cross lex or the north branch had to uh came to cross lex they had to play armada they had to play teams that tried to run it down your throat and they're used to that and you know sheridan's gonna have his defense ready because it's really not too different and oh by the way it helps that basically Legro knows what their offense is it's just a matter of if they can stop it and execute. Yeah.
1: If you don't know, uh, Mike Legros from Freeland, he went to Freeland. Um, he played there for the for this coach, Coach Townsend in Freeland. Mike played for him uh, as a player, and he's also coached on the staff. Um, he was a JV coach there, uh, so this guy's up. One of his mentors. Uh, in, in coaching football and, and he said pretty much what they ran when he was there is what they still run now
2: yeah by the way I do want to plug this because this was a very nice article on M Live by Hugh Bernruder I hope I didn't just uh, butcher his name but he did <laughs> that's a, all right Brady B Don
1: yeah
4: he just <laughs> he did a really
2: nice piece about uh, LeGros homecoming and and what it meant to him and this whole game so there was at least one person that recognized this and and did a a pretty lengthy piece on it so oh and by the way the Townsend that coaches at Freeland no relationship to the Townsend's at Croslax and I know
1: uh, um Ryan LeGros is an assistant coach he also that's Mike's brother right he also is a Freeland guy and there's going to be a lot of family there and this is this is a big deal to them and so like uh, you have to there's like a, a line where it helps you, but there's also that line where you, you can't make it about yourselves. you no, got you to keep it about the kids. But here's the
2: thing. Like, but I, I think
1: your kids will understand how important it is to you, and they'll go that extra mile for you.
2: Yeah, uh, when I played, there were games that you knew this game meant more to a coach. Uh, my final season at Wayne State, when we played Grand Valley and, and we we snapped the losing streak, we we celebrated almost more with some of the assistant coaches cuz we had an assistant coach that played at Wayne State in the 90s and had been coaching for like 10 years and had never beaten them so we knew that meant more to that coach now they don't make it about themselves and i'm sure legros not going to make it about himself but the kids know and seems like the kids really like him so yeah you you do have that just that little extra oomph when you're when you're playing in those games i'm
1: just saying wear your hip brace coach Cause and and a and a rain jacket. Cause if you win this game, your kids are going to Gatorade Which, you, and they're going to carry you off the field. He's
0: been.
2: <laughs> I have never seen a coach get Gatorade bathed more than LeGro has this season. I think I've had him in three games, and he's been Gatorade bathed after all three games.
1: Well, the one I saw, man, I think they Gatorade bathed him after the second drive. <laughs> <laughs> Because <coughs> that
2: game was over. <laughs> you Caught <Sorry>. me mid drink. <laughs> but no, North Branch, he got Gatorade bath. Armada, he got Gatorade bathed. Saint Clair, he got Gatorade bathed. And if you beat three, he's gonna get Gatorade. Well, bathed.
1: I mean, uh, North Branch was that's the team that took them down last year, right? So that, that was, was a big deal to them. EWAC champs. Uh, Armada was the championship yep. game for league. So they're the undisputed league champs. So there you go. And then they win a district. Of course you're going to. And, and you get one after the regionals. You'll, you'll get one if you win a semifinal. And you'll probably get a couple if you win the state championship. <laughs> which,
2: <laughs> which I think in my entire football career, I think I doused a coach one time, maybe twice <laughs> in my career. <laughs> Granted, didn't, have, didn't put a lot of trophies in the trophy case. I was always the bridesmaid. But it's like he just needs to wear a, a poncho on the sideline. But <laughs> back, back to the that's game. That's a good season, though. The more uh, dowsing. Yeah.
1: That, that's a good stat. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm sure he can put that in the cross-lex record book. Dowsing's in a season. <laughs> uh, but back to the game. Dennis, I mean, so you know what Freeland's going to run. I, I really think this is going to come down to the defenses. Because I think both offenses are going to be really good. But both defenses, I think what I said in the past three games, combined for both teams, they've given up, what, 17 total points between both teams? Which defense is going to crack first? Because both offenses have the ability to score and score in bunches. And actually, if you're Freeland and you're doing the podcast from, from there, you're going... Oh, Croslex, they've only put up twenty points last week and six points the week before. Like their offense maybe isn't that great. Maybe they just beat up on some on some down teams in their league and then they got to the playoffs and stopped scoring, which we know not to be the case. Yeah. But sometimes we like to look at it from okay, what would we be saying if we were doing the show from their perspective?
1: Well, this is the deal to me for Croslex. Um, I thought they dominated the St. Clair game. But they left a lot of points out on the field. This week and from, from here on, if you drop touchdown passes, if you take penalties that take a touchdown away, because that happened to them too, um, they did score yeah. a touchdown on one of those goal line stands. If you, just and it got t- if you get it to first
2: and, and goal and don't score.
1: Yeah, if you get first and goal and you go backwards, and, and they threw an interception – so once in a while, it hasn't been a, a deal in every game, but once in a while they turn the ball over. Um, you're not going to have success because we're now down to eight teams in each uh, division, and that means these are good football teams. These are teams that don't make mistakes, and that's why they all go 8-1 and and 9-0 in the regular season.
2: Uh, exactly. Can I say the one thing I saw that I had actually – was probably my biggest concern with them that I liked from them. They have a a, – Belly Grappi can at least put it through the uprights on an extra point. Now – Yeah, we're not used to them kicking. Yeah. Like, you, if you go back and listen to the game, I'm surprised when they send out the PAT (laughs) unit. Now, Belly Grappi isn't going to go much further than an extra point, but you don't need to because, Dennis, we talked about it. You go for two and don't get it a couple of times. You're chasing points early where kick the extra point, good. Hey, 7 nothing, 14 nothing. You feel a little better than, oh, hey, you don't get the first one. Ah, it's only 6 nothing. Then they score. You're down
1: 7-6. That's the difference in these really tight late-season games. So I'm really interested here because, yeah, I, I look at, we know what both teams can do offensively um and so you look at it and you go oh this could be a high scoring game this could be like a 40 to 38 game um but then you look at what these two teams do defensively and you go well this this could be a 10 to 7 game I obviously I
2: think it's going to be in the middle I think if one team gets to 30 I think I'll be surprised and if a team's held under 14 I think I'll be surprised these are just. This is just a
1: pair of really talented football teams, and, and geez. I think we talked about it too on the on the last show. They each have one that sticks out like a sore thumb. But Crosslex happened in week one. Yes. And for um, Freeland, it happened in the middle of the season. Of course, it happened against Frankenmuth, and they're still playing football.
2: Frankenmuth is a really really good team. But you look at the last two weeks, Goodrich and Lake Fenton are. By no means slouches. And 22-3 to to Goodrich, 37-6 to Lake Fenton. That is a bulldozing through a district that, Dennis, we thought any of the teams would have won, and I don't think any of us would have been surprised from that district. And they won it convincingly.
1: So this gives Crosslex the advantage then because Freeland's given up nine points and Crosslex has only given up eight in the playoffs. <laughs> there, there you go. You solved it. Don't even play the game. Don't even play the game. It's over. Crosslake wins. They move on. <laughs> so, hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> but Dennis, when, when you're out, when you're out
2: there in Freeland, you know the biggest things are going to be not not just turnovers because that is cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. But how the turnovers happen? Do they happen in the red zone? Do they happen? at key situations is it uh, is it a pick down the field or is it a strip sack in the backfield because Dennis you know you, you can recover if Townsend goes for a home run and they pick it off inside the 20 you give your defense a long field compared to oh missed a block strip sack fall on it on the cross Lex 30
1: yeah that's the the, the the turnovers that hurt are the ones that shorten the field for the other team's offense if you sometimes when you throw a ball downfield it's almost like a punt
2: right like if you go back to the St. Clair game he did throw an interception but Logan Ellis picked it off and he only got back to the 19 yeah that sucks but I'm gonna trust that Crosley's defense to hold a lot of teams out of the end zone when they have 81 yards behind them
1: for me, um, it's the penalties, like uh, especially in a high charged. You come out with a motion uh, penalties, holding and, and stuff like that kill drives. They kill them, and they didn't really have problems with that but, last game. But but yes. there, there there was uh, one of one of the goal line stands they kept going backwards, and by at one point it was like first and goal from the twenty, and then fourth down was from the fourteen.
2: Yeah. I know one was like an illegal formation or shift. Uh, I think there was a false start. Usually between the whistles and the games I've seen, Crosslex has been pretty clean. And a lot of those, Dennis, those are just mental errors. Like those aren't – like a, when a holding most of the time is because the person in front of you beat you because they were better than you. A pass interference or anything like that is because another team was – better than you or on that play was better than you but uh, i i if i had to say right now i think cross lex would be the very very slight underdog like if i had to guess i mean cross i mean freeland would probably be favored by like a point
1: and a half Well, Do you want want to know what the computer says? Tell me what the computer says. The computer says uh, 28-21 will be the score. In favor
2: of? Freeland. Okay. That's what the computer says. uh, And this is on a neutral field is how it does it. And
1: they're saying on the other side, Chelsea will beat Country Day by the same score and that the semifinal will be Freeland and Chelsea.
2: So basically it's saying the four teams on this side of the bracket are really, really close.
1: Yes. They're saying... There, there's two games on the, that side of the bracket that are both going to be decided by a touchdown.
2: I just, I know... Take that for what I, it's worth. I know Freeland's going to have a lot of athletes. You don't get to this point without being really good. But Crosslex has a collection of dudes. Jake Townsend, I have not met a coach that has watched him play and then talked to them after and they just go, that kid can is legit. Kirk Wilson is putting up... When we talk about video game numbers for Jake Townsend. Kirk Wilson is putting up video game numbers. I think he's nearing 30 TFLs on a season. That's ridiculous. And remember, they didn't play against MLA City. So that's in 10 games. Belly Grappi was shut down against St. Clair, but that allowed Drew Hosterman, Sage Slanik, guys like that to get open. And you just And then you talk about the offensive and defensive lines. Xander Collins had a really nice game. The offensive line kept Jake Townsend upright. Like, I, Cross likes is a collection of just dudes that are football guys, and I don't know. When the chips are down, I like having those pioneers on my side.
1: Yeah, and here, uh, you know, if they try to say, okay, we're not going to let Sage Slanik beat us they got four other guys that they can throw yeah, the ball to. Yeah, that's the
2: thing. If you're going to beat Cross-Lex, it's because you're going to be able to line up and go – my best corner can cover your best receiver. My second best corner can cover your second best receiver. Or we can sit in zone and my defensive line is going to get pressure on your quarterback. That's the thing. Like, okay, maybe they watch the St. Clair film and go, all right, we're not letting number, I think, what's Hosterman, 12? 12, I believe. Yeah, we're not letting 12 beat us. Nothing there. Uh, the running back really didn't get much. You forget about Belly Boom, out the gate. He's going. Top, I mean, you can try to do what you can to shut down Townsend, but that's that's a team effort. You can game plan all you and want. You
1: might be able to slow him down running the ball, but I don't think you're going to slow him down throwing the ball. He's got such a quick release, and he's smooth. very accurate, very smooth, and he's got, like I say, he got five good receivers. Yes. So
2: And he, oh, and Sage Slanek has been quiet at times but that's because that's where the focus goes once the focus goes away from him and he gets one-on-one coverage you saw it It just took one play boom out the gate touchdown
1: yeah yeah they, they got the ball in his, in his hands twice and he scored in that game mm-hmm. that's really all, all, all he needs anything else with the, this one cross legs freeland we think it's going to be a really good game I, i'll be honest of the three games we're going to talk about this is the game. This is going to be the best game.
2: Yes, that will be the closest. Uh, it's the toughest for Croslex, or for the the area teams with Croslex. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a little jealous. You get to do this game because you're right. It's going to be a brawl, a knockdown, dragout brawl. It's
1: you'll be jealous until you're here waiting for me for an hour and a half to yeah. get to you.
2: Little programming note, <laughs> Sheridan. We're not, the podcast will be out a little later because Dennis is at Freeland doing your game, so we won't be, he won't be back until, geez, let's say your game gets over at nine, and you talk to a coach for a minute, you might not be back here until 1130, 12 o'clock, and that's usually when we start recording. Yeah. So, hopefully I'll have everything ready, and hopefully I, yeah.
1: my, the highlights from my 51 to 50 game, I can get done real quick, too.
2: Heck, maybe you can just send them over to me and I'll cut them up for you. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what we got. You want to take a break and then talk Marine City Corona?
1: Uh, we can do that if uh, if, if you need a, a break, because I know uh, I caught you there earlier and you're still gagging a little. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but it you, was funny.
2: You said LeGro getting, getting the
1: bath after the second drive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry about that.
2: and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our
4: guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
3: This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Marine City Corona is the next uh, matchup, uh, a D5 regional championship uh, game that uh, I just have uh, written off as a foreclosure Rat poison. Written off as a foregone conclusion, Brady, that uh, this is a Marine City win and why are we playing this game, and I know that I should give Corona more credit than I'm giving them.
2: Yes, you should, but... Huge rat poison warning. Biggest dose we've given, but these are just facts. So don't blame us. I went and looked because... Croslex submits their stats to max prep. So they actually have a running tally of the season uh, stats. We talk about video game numbers for some kids from Croslex. These are absolutely stupid. (laughs) Okay, who do you want first? Rushing stats. This is just rushing. Charles Tiger or Zach Tetler?
1: Uh, Give me Tetler because he's probably carried more. So
2: Tetler, in 11 games has carried the ball just 93 times. So he's getting the ball way less, significantly less than 10 times a game. On 93 carries, Dennis, he has 1,134 yards, which is good for 12 yards a carry, and he has
1: 25 touchdowns. So he's carrying the ball eight and a half times a game.
2: Yes, and how many yards? He's averaging 103 yards a game.
1: 103 yards a game on on eight and a half on carries. eight
2: and a half carries,
1: and twenty so two 25. touchdowns a game.
2: Yeah, well, what over two touchdowns a game through 11 games, 25 yards a carry. And Dennis, I I, I think shame on us for not really getting these season stats earlier, but it goes back to what we said. If a kid somewhere else was having a thousand-yard season with twenty-five touchdowns, think he'd get a little more
1: attention. Oh, a- absolutely! If, if he played for Madison or for Hazel Park, Fitzgerald, any of of the other teams in the the silver that are closer to the news and free press, mm-hmm. they they'd be talking about these guys uh, all state. All everything, all right. If they played for a Detroit school, and they did that, yeah, they'd be uh, they'd they'd be talked about all the time. So you agree those
2: are all state caliber numbers. I do. I, I I don't have every other team stats. Like I don't know who else in Division Five would be put up against him. But one guy on his own team would be Charles Tiger. Now remember, he missed three games earlier in the season. So this is just in eight ball games. He has touched the ball sixty-three times, seven hundred and seventy yards, if you're curious, him and Zach Tetler averaged twelve point two yards a carry. He's slacking behind only ninety-six yards per game, and seven touchdowns. The, that's stupid. And you want you want the 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 last little bit is they have three other guys who are averaging over seven yards a carry with significant touches. Jeff Heslop, the quarterback, he's carried it 66 times. He has 482 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. Anthony Rafino, 28 carries, 302 yards. That's a first down a carry. And three touchdowns. Scott Crutchmeyer, 35 carries, 289 yards. 8.3 yards a carry and a pair of touchdowns.
1: They they basically average a first down every carry. As a, team, as a Dennis, team, yeah.
2: As a team, every time they touch the ball they average 9.5 yards a carry.
1: Yeah, they're they're basically a first down every carry. That's That's, that's not
2: sustainable throughout a season and yet we're in the regional finals.
1: They've had 17 different kids carry the ball, which also tells you they're ahead in a lot of games late yeah. by a lot. Now imagine imagine if they just wanted
2: to ride the horses and give Tetler and Tiger all the carries. And they were getting 15 carries each a game.
1: Or, or just imagine if they just picked one of those kids and rushed them 25 times a game. Yeah, what the numbers would be. Now, Dennis... Imagine if they gave Wyatt Walker the ball a little more. I'm looking at his numbers. 13 carries, 99 yards, 6 touchdowns. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you want to know the, the 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 scary
2: part? Those aren't even the craziest stats I'm going to tell you. All right. Defensive stats.
1: Oh, wait. Before you get into that, did you see that uh, Atkinson averages 22 yards a catch?
2: I, I was just fixated on the rushing numbers. <laughs>
1: Just thought I'd throw that in there too. So Tetler averages 25 yards a catch.
2: <laughs> Good Lord. Here are the defensive numbers, Dennis. They have not one, not two, but three, excuse me, four different players that have double digit tackles for losses. Charles Tigert has 17. Daniel Zwang has 18, the team high. And he's a kid we talk about sometimes, but not enough. He plays on the defensive line. He's a scrappy player and leads the team in TFLs. Hincherek has 13, and Woźniak has 12, which, surprised, Wyatt Walker only has eight. But there's four guys that are in the double digits. Do you know how many TFLs on the season the Marine City Mariners have throw a guess out there
1: through 11 games, For 11 games. So 55, 60, 107. So what is that per game? That's a lot. Just
2: under 10 <laughs> per game.
1: That's hard to do. But that just shows how they fly to the ball. And like a lot of that is their, their speed.
2: Here's the thing. Say, okay, if you're sitting out there going, all right, you know what, that's home cooking with the stats, whatever. Take 25 of those away. And you still have 82 TFLs on a season, which for a team is a ridiculous number.
1: Plus, you're only playing four or five home games during the regular season.
2: I'm assuming all these stats are kept from Marine City, but still – take like i said take 25 tfls away that's 100 that's 82 tfls they have 107 they have 30 sacks charles tiger has 11 on the year and again he missed 3 games wow yeah <laughs> yeah um real quick Hincherek and walker lead the team in tackles 75 for Hincherek, 74 for wyatt walker and he missed two games. Like, like I, I know we were going to talk about Corona, but it just take a second to appreciate these stats because they're ungodly. They are ungodly. And as I just keep going further and further, I just keep getting more and more ridiculous <laughs> stats. Do you know how many turnovers they forced? They forced 20... Four turnovers, including six interceptions from Ty
1: Nelson. Wow. I'm just, moved. I'm like looking at as many things that Zach Taylor has scored 172 points this year. Yeah, he scored 25
2: touchdowns. <laughs> like, look at these stats.
1: He actually has scored 28 touchdowns. He has three receiving, and this is why you get
2: rat poison. This is why we talk about the Mariners like we do. Because their numbers are ungodly. And yes, they did not play the toughest schedule that Marine City has had in their history. But they're still doing it. Like, it, you still have to do it. They don't have an off night, Dennis. They're off night, honestly. They played an okay game against Dundee and still did what they did. And that leads me, unless you have any other Ungodly stats to to bring up at the last second. Now it's just I was I,
1: I I was looking at it because this this is a number that I'm actually surprised by, but I guess teams teams that they play now in the MAC are wise to it. But I I figure a Marine City team to have more than one kick return touchdown, and they don't have a punt return touchdown this year, which surprises me because I've seen them score like three in a game
2: before. They had, someone actually kicked it off to them. And they <laughs> scored.
1: Yeah. So somebody who didn't know kicked one and uh, Anthony uh, Rufino ran it back. Where are you seeing that? Probably at? out of a starburst. Anyway. Jeez. That's underscoring.
2: Gotcha. All right. Well, so Corona. Um, I got a chance to talk to the coaching staff down at Marine City. They are saying that. Corona is going to be a power team, but what they've done the last couple weeks is they've started off in a spread, and they'll work things in motion out of a perimeter look, what have you, and then if that doesn't work, they'll go to, like, almost a wishbone. So they, they, they change things out a lot, um, It's and it's just, like, okay. Like, that's weird, and I guess I also found out a little more about the Armada game. I guess Armada... Turned it over five times and had a wow. punt blocked wow. and only lost 20 to eight.
1: Wow. You should get crushed if you do that.
2: That's a that's something you do and you lose 56 to nothing.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So And that's very unlike Armada. They're not throwing to turn over the ball.
2: And they had a bug against Cross Lex when that happened. But so, yeah, Corona's the the massive underdog. They're looking to spoil the party. But if Marine City just does what Marine City needs to do, Dennis, now I'm not going to say it's going to be like the last two weeks where at the end of the first quarter, all right, folks, thanks for tuning in, end of the first quarter. (laughs) No. You want to head
1: over to Dennis's game because it's probably better.
2: (laughs) Corona can keep it a ball game. If Marine City turns the ball over and makes mistakes, the Cavaliers have a chance. But – Get out in front and don't let that offense play with the lead because you know you're going to have less possessions because they run the ball so much, and they're physical up front, and that's been the closest thing to a kryptonite that Marine City's had in recent years. But, yeah, Dennis, it's uh, it's going to be an uphill battle for Corona.
1: You mentioned you know, the, you're going to get fewer plays, and then I always think of that game that – we talked about where, like, Marine City scored against 40-something points on 16 plays. Now, Lincoln's a little bit different than Corona because here's another team that since the playoffs have started, Corona has only given up eight points, and they played Powers and Armada, two teams that score, uh, and they've outscored them 50-8 to eight in those two games.
2: Yeah, Corona in the regular season again if you weren't uh, aware. They actually started off 2 and 3. They lost to Fowlerville back in week 1, but again, Dennis, we kind of if there's a loss to be forgiven, it's usually in week
1: 1. And it was a 9-point loss.
2: Yeah. They beat Hemlock, uh but that, the their next two losses were Lake Fenton and Goodrich.
1: Two good teams.
2: Goodrich was a close game. Lake Fenton took it to them and they lost by two to Kersley. Another good team. So, who had
1: also beaten Armada who then
2: yeah Fowlerville's a bad loss Fowlerville only went 2 and 7 so I don't know what happened there
1: well it makes me wonder like was Fowlerville going to be good this year and then at some point like the, in the second week they only they lost in overtime uh, and in week 3 they lost by 7 points and then like the wheels fell off the cart so did somebody get hurt did they lose their star
2: yeah, I, I I can't speak to that, but Dennis, you're right. In the playoffs, they've given up a touchdown,
1: and actually, they got they got blown out twice. Fowlerville. All their other games are really close. Yeah, but
2: Dennis, I don't know. Unless Marine City turns the ball over a lot, unless their defense another defense that we get lost in the offensive numbers. But I just gave it to you. They almost have ten TFLs a game. I mean, defense hasn't given up more than 12 points this season. That's ridiculous. They're outscoring opponents 520 to 97. Hold on. You talk for a minute. I'm, all right. Uh, they are getting close to rarefied territory with when it comes to cross-lex offenses. Talk for a minute, and I want to see. Or Marine City offense. Or Marine City, yes. Yeah, they, uh,
1: uh, in 11 games, they've only given up 97 points. They, they have a 424-point differential. <laughs> the The next best team uh, in the silver was Fitzgerald, who was scoring, what, 60 points a game at one point this year, uh, and they only had a 248-point differential. Those are the only two teams in the silver this year that had positive point differentials. Everybody else in the so league was a minus. So
2: it looks like if Marine City scores 41 points against Corona – and let me just double-check this before I sound like an idiot. Um, correct. and Let me know if I'm wrong, but it looks like if the Pioneers score 41 points against Corona. The Mariners. This, or the Mariners. You
1: got cross-legs on the brain. God, yeah. There's cross-legs. There's cross <laughs> I legs do this sometimes Corona. myself. So Yeah,
2: it's, it's your week. <laughs> if Marine City, geez, if Marine City, I'll say that again just to get it through my brain, scores 41 points. I believe this will be the best Mariner offense ever in terms of points scored. And they still would have potentially two
1: games to go. Uh, they have scored under 41 points once all season. Notre Dame prep. Notre Dame prep. They scored 21 43 47 48 41 55 56 49 63 21 49 and 49.
2: If you're curious what team had the high watermark before, it's uh the 2011 team that lost in the finals to Zealand West.
1: So they had uh, three more games, well, two more to put points yeah, two up. two
2: more after this week. Yeah. So if the Mariners can get to 41 points, it'll establish themselves as uh, the most explosive offense, the best scoring offense in Marine City history?
1: A um, couple other numbers. Marine City's last regional win was in 18 against Denby. Mm-hmm. And Corona has only won one regional, and it was way back in 1996 when they beat DeWitt 21-7. to They are 1-3 all-time in regionals. Lost in sixteen. Sixteen 2016 was the last time they got to regional. Country Day beat them
2: 28-13. Corona's looking over them this past week. They seem like they're usually a decent program. They go up and down, but a respectable program that's now in, well, recently moved to the Flint Metro League. Um, anything else on
1: this game? Well, as we mentioned before, Marine City's won five of their last seven regionals. Ubly. Seven and one all time in regionals. It's just disgusting.
2: Yeah, that's Ubbly's unbelievable. And I would be shocked, shocked if they did not make it back to a semifinal. Because I have been all aboard the Ubbly Express since like week two.
1: Uh, Breckenridge didn't even make a regional until 2017, and then they made it back to back years, 17 and 18. 17 they lost to Lake City. 20 to 18 in 18 they beat ishbaming 12 to 6 and then lost in the next round all right ugly they just win Oh three, 3 they crushed new Lothrop by 30 52 22. uh 6 they beat shrine 22 21 rematch in 08 and they beat shrine 32 to 14 uh beat Somerville 42 to 20 uh in 10 they lost to R- Ravina, or however you say it, 24 to 12. they beat uh, new Lothrop in Ravenclaw. 16. 22-13. to 13. They beat Nouvelle in 19, 56-36. And they uh, beat Carson City Crystal last year, 36-6 to six up in Upley.
2: Well, no, that one was at uh, in Traverse City. Again, or, oh, no, 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 that was the next game. That, that was, was the next game
1: that they had Johannesburg was the yeah. game they had to travel. Because they were home through the first three rounds. You're right.
2: Anyway. um, So. And for the record, be- the
1: computer said Marine City would beat Corona. 35-17.
2: to 17. Oh, nope. They need to get seven more points. They need one more touchdown.
1: <laughs> well, they can get it the next week because the computer says they'll play Portland the next week after they beat Hackett 35-14. And Ubley is predicted to win 41-14 to over Breckenridge. Yeah, and I mean, then play Beal City, who's predicted to beat Carson City Crystal thirty-one to seventeen. I'm really disappointed. That's what the robots think.
2: I'm really disappointed the Bearcats aren't playing on Saturday because I really, really want to see them in person <laughs> so I can like get a really good feel because we get numbers sometimes. And I've I know, seen them on TV, and I know they can throw it a bit. But yeah, that was last year's team.
1: Now, well, Persky, right? Obersky. It's a lot of the same guys. It
2: is, and that's why they're so good. So we'll have a very abbreviated picks when we come back.
1: (laughs) All right, we will uh, do that in just a moment.
3: Your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
1: Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening
0: to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, I I got the intro ready. All right, for, well, potentially the last time. (laughs)
2: <laughs> time if DEFCON 1 hits, but sure, the intro that I haven't changed in like three weeks. Hit it, Dennis.
1: Oh, what a rush. Down the far sideline, it's a foot race. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget it, Gavin Troy 90 yards on the run for a big red touchdown!
2: Snap comes, hands off, groppy, cuts up inside the right tackle room to work! Cross the 25-20! He will get into the end zone and put an exclamation point on this one! Touchdown, Pioneers! Do so you played in the NFL. What's
1: longer? A half or five-eighths? Or-
3: what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard.
1: Dennis, Marine City,
2: Marine City. Paul, Marine City. Marine City. Marine City.
1: Steinhauer into the end zone. Touchdown, PHN.
0: Dang. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. it's
1: not my presence
0: of the Thor. I'm not sure what? It's
1: not my presence to the Thor. For Rice, he's got it at the 30. Rice to the 25. Blows by his defenders as he put it into another gear. And he'll walk it into the end zone for a Mooney touchdown.
0: Uh, fun fact on Hazel Park, as a JV basketball player, I dropped 19 points on Hazel Park. It's
1: Ryder Brooks, he catches at
2: the 15, and there's gonna be no one between him and the end zone. Touchdown, St.
1: Clair. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party, sonny. And even still, Wayne State took Brady Beaton on the team. <laughs> no one went
2: to my birthday party, but Dennis, you know what anniversary anniversary we missed back on Tuesday?
1: You told me this earlier uh, today, and I've already forgotten. The Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah.
2: November, not 46 years ago on November 9th.
1: The legend lives on. You weren't born yet. I remember it. I was,
2: was, yeah, I was over two decades away from being born.
1: I was like in third or fourth grade. The legend lives on. I'm not going to sing the lyrics. That's a long song. It is a
2: long song. Anyway, a very short edition (laughs) of the picks. We might get through one time through this uh,
1: background music. Dennis, I'll let you pick where we start, and then I'll set it up for you. All right. We're going to start in D8. Ubley taking on Breckenridge. Ubley
2: looking to win another regional title. They win them like they hand out candy on Halloween. They bring in Breckenridge. Dennis... I don't know much about Breckenridge. I know Ubley's damn good. I know I'm not picking against them. You usually start. I'm starting. Ubley win 20-plus points.
1: Um, uh, I'm not going to argue that. Uh, other than Ubley might win by more than 20 points? <laughs> I said 20-plus. <laughs> I put the caveat on the okay. end. Okay. Marine City
2: brings in the Cavaliers of Corona a team that had to get through an absolute Goliath, unbelievable upset win in the first round when they beat 3-6 and six Flint Powers. I don't know how they survived I that game
1: and didn't get injuries. I have no
2: idea. I'm surprised they even let them play the next week against Armada, which they somehow bounced back and won 20-8. So now they're taking on Marine City. Dennis, I gave you all the gaudy, stupid, not-real-life stats that would make a Hollywood movie sound fake. Marine City.
1: Marine City's going to win. I mean, come yeah.
2: on. Marine the City. first
1: two games this week, easy to pick. Hubby's yeah. going to win. Marine City's going to win. Get over it, everybody. Yes. Now, again, Mariners, you can't just roll the ball out and win, but play but your if game. If they do what they're supposed to do, they're going to win the football comfortably. game.
2: Comfortably. And the final <laughs> game this week, the McGraw yeah, Bowl. Out in Freeland where you will oh by the way. At the nest. Yeah, yeah, the Falcon's nest. Um, by the way, I'll be on the call for Marine City Corona 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff from East China Stadium on Stream Two. Dennis, you'll be on the call for the Freeland Cross Lex game, kickoff at seven. And since you had to record a Mike LeGro interview, your pregame will be at 515 to get it all in. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> on it 6.40-ish. 6.40-ish, but Crosslex <laughs> looking to get back to only its second semifinal in school history. They have a very talented opponent in Freeland in front of them.
1: Yeah, this is obviously the uh, closest game and the uh, toughest game to uh, call. I'm going to go with my heart here, Brady. I think they uh, get it done for Mike Legro. Crosslex in a nail-biter.
2: <sighs> I, I have no idea. Like, I know it's the pick segment. I know the music's playing... I, ha- I have no idea. You have 20 seconds to decide. Oh, God. Um, I could see this being a game where Crosslex goes over there and it's the buzzsaw. I could see them being the buzzsaw. I think they're going to ride the disrespect train. I think Sheridan found a quote I said back when I was like 10 years old and he's using them <laughs> to motivate
1: them give me the Pioneers. <laughs> give them the Pioneers. So we all pick the, uh the local teams to win this week. Maybe you're saying that we're homers. Maybe you're saying it's the easy way out. I'm saying we're going to be right. At worst, we're two and one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's safe to say. So go ahead, bet bet against the three
2: local teams. You're gonna look foolish when we come back in our jovial on a Friday night.
1: Can I tell everybody about you and Bill Warren?
2: <laughs>
1: I. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no hey hey how about this if I won't we, say what game I'll just say that you guys had a bet and the point spread say, was 13 and say, a half just say if you see Dennis out in public
2: ask about <laughs> me and Bill Warren and he'll tell you there we we disagreed on a game and I said this team will win by more than that and he said no they won't and yeah it was a close one
1: Brady lost by the half point. Uh eh, point and a half. Point and a half. Or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so. So he had to buy conies.
2: I did. It was. They it was, were delicious. Yeah, it's always better when someone else has them, isn't
1: it? <laughs> All right. I'm done if you're done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do this again uh, on Saturday morning to tell you about how our three area teams won on Friday night.